Life is about core memories, creating moments with your friends, with your kids that you guys will never forget. And we have one right in our backyard here, Atlanta United. I can't stress this enough to you guys. If you haven't gone, it is the most spectacular sports event in Atlanta. The crowd is wild. They never sit down. It is electric. It is an amazing event each and every week. And the games are right down the street. It is Atlanta. Go online. Get your tickets today. ATLUTD.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Bird Show. Sometimes different words, different phrases will mean different things based on your age, right? So, Abby, when I ask you at 26 years old, what does out of pocket mean? It means if you're being a little outrageous, if you're being a little little too much. Mm -hmm. A little too much, a little unhinged, right? A little unhinged. That's what most millennials think that that phrase means when it doesn't. You guys have redefined that word. That's not what I think it means. What does it mean? I think it means when you have to pay for something yourself. Out of pocket. You come out of pocket for it. Okay, that's another good one, right? Um, So there are three different definitions now of this statement. And you will answer differently based on your age. Because Cassie, you're how old? 38. Okay, those are two right there. My boss, every time she's going to be out of the office for a portion of the day, not the whole day, but like for a, a, a doctor's appointment or something, she'll say, so I'm going to be out of pocket today from one to two. <laughs> just cracks me up every time because it's like, what you going to get up to, girl? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So out of pocket for me means you can't reach me right now. For the next two hours, I'm out of pocket. Re- I didn't e- really? N- what? Yes. I didn't even know that, that was. I didn't even know that was a, another definition. Tommy, is that what it means to yeah, you too? Yeah, yeah. I've I've heard that. I've heard all the ones that have been said. I've heard it said that way. My favorite is there's a Gen Zer online who has posted about wor- at her work, and she works with a lot of boomers, but it's like a very like supportive culture, and so she teaches them phrases to use to sound younger, like what out of pocket would really mean, mm-hmm. or like that slaps or yeet or what have you. And in return, she'll say, how do I tell this person to F off? This isn't my job. And they translate her stuff into corporate speak for her. So it's a two-way translation. So she gets how to be like, thank you. This really isn't in my lane at the moment. And I don't have the capacity to take on this project. But let me reroute you. Like, so they'll do that for her. And I just think it's the cutest, like, like work relationship ever. We're going to call him Doug here. He regrets asking his wife for a divorce. And is wondering from your guys' perspective, is it too late? She won't talk to him. Uh, he wants to be on the voice disguiser. Hey, Doug, good morning. Hey, how's it going? All right. Okay. Bring us up to uh, speed here. Give us the history, why the divorce, why the reversal in your mind and your heart over it. Tell us everything. Sure. So, yeah, so we were together about 14 years. We, um, uh, let's see. So we, um, so I spoke with her about, you know, helping out around the house and, um, we had bought a larger home, uh, about four years, uh, before the end of our marriage. 
Uh, we went from a small condo about uh, 500 something square feet to 2,800 square feet, you know. And, um, and at that point, she actually ended up getting laid off right away, uh, which was no problem. Um, but uh, because our finances were in a great space, place or whatever. So, and we had no kids or anything like that. So uh, during that, uh, during the last four years, um, and most of the marriage, she just maintained like doing the kitchen or really doing the dishes and helping out with administrative, you know, uh, writing checks or something like that or, mm-hmm. you know, anything administrative around the house or whatever. So during that time, she had nothing that she had to us obligated to do. She may have come to my office and helped out a little bit on my own business. Um, but meanwhile, I'm working 16 hours a day. I'm, uh, I paid off the house in 18 months, um, uh, bought cars, bought, uh, paid off, made sure we stayed debt-free. Um, I also cleaned the house um, while still working at least 16 hours a day. Um, like she didn't like cleaning bathrooms. I had no problem with that. You know, I did that. I did home improvements, home repairs. Uh, I even bought a little vacuum to run around the house um, to clean the house and such. Um, and um, uh, during that time, uh, you know, I just asked her to help out with 50% of the household work, which seemed rather reasonable. She had no job and I was working like crazy and doing everything else. So, which, you know, probably still wouldn't hit 50%. But, um, um, you know, I just felt unappreciated, unloved, and uh, taken for granted. Um, so one day I was just like, um, you know, I was really frustrated uh, through that, especially the last conversation we had. She's like, oh, I thought we'd have a housekeeper by now. So I was like confused and frustrated at that point. So um, so between that and, of course, our bedroom life, you know, but, you know, we spoke about that. A little change, but, you know, bedroom life is also an issue. But but I think more, you know, being a partner was more of a problem for me, uh, for her, uh, with her. And um, so I was extremely frustrated. And it may not even sound divorce worthy to you guys, but um, yes, yeah, so I asked her for a divorce at that point. Um, and during that time, you know, we, you know, she was, you know, she talked about going to counseling, but it just never happened. And a lot of it, uh, I think even we had like, you know, even from COVID stress and, you know, a lot happened during those four years. But, um, um, and during that time, we split finances, you know, 50-50. Um, and um, so, but then the funny thing is I ran into her one day and she goes, um, oh, she wouldn't speak to me after we got divorced, um, a little after, you know, divorcing or whatever. Um, she just would not speak to me whatsoever. So I ran into her and she tells me I took everything, which is kind of crazy because we split everything. Um, and... Um, she may be talking about things around the house or, you know, household goods, maybe. I'm not sure. But um, we didn't really have a full conversation because, you know, we talked for a little bit. Well, we didn't talk. I kind of walked behind her talking to her, and she just gave me this attitude and told me I took everything, and which is crazy because, you know, like she's in a great financial position, or should be. I don't know what she's doing now. But, you know, she drives off in her almost $100,000 car talking about I, I took everything. I'm like, are you freaking crazy? Whatever. So it's just such a, a, an ironic situation there. So, um, you know, at this point, um, I'm just like, you know, um, you know, double, you know, thinking back and like, should I have divorced or should I, you know, was I, you know, frustrated? Was it, you know, you know, what was going on at that time? I had really a lack of sleep at that time as well because I was working like crazy. And, you know, some days, you know, I might be working for sleeping for four hours a day, you know, uh, but now um, I'm retired and um, this is just uh, six months later. And, um, 
you know, just thinking about everything and uh, I'm thinking, you know, should I be trying to work on things? Should I reach back out? And I've reached out to her multiple times. She doesn't communicate with me in any way. Um, and, um, yeah, so I'm not trying mm. to be like the crazy ex or anything like that, reaching out to her, but, you know. All right, so hold on one second. Okay, that's a lot of details. So why the change in attitude? Because if you want her back, um, even though she's not taking your calls or whatever, there's – there, there has to be a solid, solid reason for her to open her heart back up, and that might be gone. You know, there are just some people that once that's done, it is done, and there is no U-turn. So, why the why the change now? Yeah, just looking back at everything, uh, maybe it wasn't big enough of an issue, and we should have done counseling. Um, so, I think just everything moved really fast. The divorce just—I mean, it was it, it was online, and it was just kind of like, you know, judge popped up. Two minutes later, we're divorced. You know, um, and it was just like within a couple months of filing, you know, and during that time we had a lot going on. Um, um, so we've never argued. It was a great relationship. When I look back at it, um, we never had, you know, when I say, you know, people are always surprised me and say, we never argued. We never, you know, fought, fought about stuff. We just talked about stuff, figured it out together. And we had a great partnership, but you know, with that outside of, you know, everybody's like, oh, you should just hire the housekeeper and such. But it was really about... Hold on one second. Hold on. Because Kristen is looking at her mic very skeptically. So I I do think we tend to misremember or not misremember, but we choose to remember what we want to remember of the past, right? And you say it happened very fast and I'm sure the divorce did, but you said this was four years, four years of Mm -hmm. you asking her to contribute more, mm. not financially, just help. You're, you explained, um, and I'm, I'm just going to go by that you're being honest with us, 16-hour days, you're doing the house maintenance, you're doing a majority of the, ho- you know, the home, the housework. She wanted a housekeeper. Um, she was unemployed at the time. So when you say you feel like you were taking, you know, you were being taken for granted or taken advantage of, I mean, if all this is accurate, you, you were. So... Um, while you may not have had like drag out fights or arguments, if you look at this person for four years and she never stepped up to help, you got severely taken advantage of. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but like I said, we were together for 14 years. I know. Together. Um, and um, during that time, I mean, granted, we we're in a smaller space. So it was like one bedroom, one bathroom, one kitchen, you know, so. But now we moved into this larger property with land and everything else. And it's just like, you got to help out. You got to help more. With Look, this. Doug, the, the, the details yeah, even. I'm taking advantage of, but we should have gone to counseling. The details are almost I'm, inconsequential you know. here, man. Yeah. I, I mean, if you want your lady back, you yeah. know, because I agree with Kristen 100%. But if you want your lady back, man, calling a radio station and asking what you should do is not going to cut it. You got to get over to that house and knock on the door, man, and tell her how you feel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. seriously. Yeah. That's all you can do. That's all you, know, you can do. Well, I'm trying not to have any conflict either. You know, you know I don't want anything to blow up into something else. And, you know. Is she dating anybody so. else right now? I mean, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I, doubt, I strongly doubt it. Look, if I'm um, you. And- I don't know. And we're on limited time here, so we got to take off. But if I'm you, I'm going over there, I'm knocking on the door, and I'm showing her that, look, I've rethought this thing through. Maybe we made a mistake. I'm willing to go to counseling here. And She's more mad about the I took everything kind of thing, which is what she said. She's like, I'm not mad. It's not the divorce. I feel like you took everything, which is just absurd. Yeah. you. It's irrelevant if you want it back. 
you got to go over there, like Bert said, and just knock on the door yep. and pull I mean, your heart out. Not mad about missing you. She's mad about missing the things. Why do you want her back? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could do that for half an hour here. Yep. That's that's longer than what Doug. we have time for, Doug. man. <laughs> well, he also said that he's retired now, so maybe he's got some more time. He's I thinking know. it. Now he's maybe a little bit on the lonely side. That's but what I'm thinking. The bottom line doesn't even matter. You want your lady back, you got to knock on the door and say, I want you back. I screwed things up. It's the Burt Show. Hey. The Burt Show.